0: I'm an anxious person, highly anxious, yeah. and I don't live in the past much at all, but it's always worried about the future. Mm. Always, if this happens, and that could happen, then that could happen, then that could happen, and oh my gosh, everything's
1: gonna fall apart. Talking to a pro is so incredibly helpful. It's one of the reasons we are so proud to have this podcast sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. To get started, you simply answer a couple of questions about your needs and preferences in therapy, and you can schedule these sessions when it's convenient for you, and you can always switch to a new therapist if you don't find the fit right away. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you would expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash I Needed That. That's BetterHelp.com slash I Needed That. You'll also find this link in the show notes of today's episode.
0: Hey, what's up? It's me, Chris Powell. And before we start the podcast, I got a question for you. Do you want to start a healthy habit? Do you want to feel great for the rest of the day? And do you want to do all of that in less than three minutes? I'm on a mission to move 1 million people every single day with my nonprofit and app called Move 1 Million. It's fast, easy, fun, and you'll feel great for the rest of the day. Oh, and the best part it's 100% free. You can find us at m1m.org. Or search M1M on the Google Play Store or on the App Store.
1: And he looks right at me and he says, Matthew, you are a transitional character in your lineage. And that is why I do what I do. Hi there, my name is Matthew Blades, podcast host and motivational speaker. And I love keynoting and putting on workshops to help people understand the value of self-care. Because there are people in this room that feel broken, but you're not. There is nothing wrong with you just like there was nothing wrong with me. I just needed to step into my life's purpose more, and that's what I want to encourage you to do. Let's do this together. Head on over to learn from people who lived it now, let's get to today's podcast. <laughs> Why do I just start laughing and smiling every time I hear that? Every time. So oh, funny. I know. I'm Matthew Blades. What's up, Chris Powell?
0: What's up, Matthew Blades? How you go, buddy. Oh,
1: man, I am good. You and I um, just had our quintessential download sesh for an hour. It, it was an hour and a half, actually. <laughs> we talked for an hour and a half? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's uh, look at it. It's uh, ten forty right now. Yeah, oh my god! You, you, you got here at nine, but it's okay. It's so necessary though. It, it, that is what I need every time to just shift gears and get into this place. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, good for us. Yeah. Isn't that fun to have a <laughs> no friend kidding. where you can just sit down and you talk. It's like an hour and a half later and you're thinking, okay, well, that was like 15 minutes. Oh, I know. And it was, and,
0: but, but as we were catching up and as we were just kind of going through everything also, it gave us a ton of ideas to share with all of you.
1: And we're actually, we've decided to uh, break off some of what we were talking about leading up to this in today's podcast. So we're going to get to that. We're going to talk about breakups and what the experts feel and think are three things you could do to help ease the pain of a breakup so if you've been through that recently we're here to lend a hand today plus an interesting dilemma where a dog walker wants to be a part of a threesome we've got (laughs) would you rather we're gonna name that tune
0: is this a personal story is this a hypothetical one (laughs) you'll have to wait
1: you'll have to wait but we do have to say man welcome to episode number 10 of i needed that
0: yeah, this some, is the first one different. on the camera. That's that's what's different. Yeah, I, I, we had to dress up a little bit. I did my hair.
1: I am. Um, <laughs> you know, when we when we started rolling the camera, I was looking at it and I thought, man, what is wrong with this? I was like, oh, that's just the way I look now.
0: <laughs> well, you know what was really wrong at first is that I was taller than you at first. And then we had to adjust the camera angle. So this is a little bit more appropriate. <laughs>
1: oh, my God, man. Yeah. But
0: you're slouching in your chair. I am. Because you're a lot taller than me. There you go. Yeah.
1: I guess I got to do one of these. There you go. See, this is yeah, why I usually better. wear a coat when I'm on the camera because uh, I'm a, like, I told you, dude, I'm like lurch. I'm super no, tall. You're not. I'm like 6'3. Yeah,
0: but you have good posture.
1: I can. You do. I need to enforce it, and I need you to slap me like an old Catholic nun if I'm misbehaving over there, okay? I'll,
0: I'll get you an app membership. How's that? We'll, we'll work on those postural muscles.
1: <laughs> How? Do you do a lot of that stuff?
0: You know, for, fortunately, be, just through lifting and lifting with proper biomechanics, it does force good you build all those postural muscles like doing a proper deadlift or a romanian deadlift or scapular retractions etc yeah it's it's it certainly has helped me a lot
1: anybody else process. show of hands no idea what was just said no scapular retractions out there anybody <laughs> what
0: is that it's it's when you depress and retract your scapulas and, and there's different movements you can do with like trying to dumbbells do it. where you're making like an i or a y or a w etc and Oh, you know what? Are you kidding me? What are thinking these days, about all of that stuff? One of these days, we should probably move the podcast to the garage. And, and I, where I can take you through some movements. That would be a lot of fun. Actually
1: already wa- we, we, miles ahead of you. I've thought we have to do that. Yes. A hundred percent. If for no other reason, the comedic value of seeing what I can do versus you, <laughs> that in itself it's, is going to be amazing. Hey, for you folks. know what
0: they'll Put me on the ice and then we'll add a little comedic value of what you can do versus me. then
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that funny speaking of, you know, I'm a, a yeah, I'm a youth hockey coach and this morning Um, we actually had a little situation. We had a kid come to the team and, and kind of talk about how he's not sure he wants to play for the team anymore. How'd you handle it? Oh, well, we, we just, he came to us and he kind of had a lot of things that he didn't want to do anymore. And, um, at the end of it, I just listened to him for a little while and I was like, all right, Bob, I'm going to give you two days. I want you to come back to us and tell us what you do want. I
0: like that. Yeah.
1: I mean, because you've kind of, you know, I mean, literally spent 15 minutes telling us what he didn't want and what he didn't like and what he wasn't happy with. And I was like, okay, what do you want, though? <laughs> right. Yeah. Because we might be able to help you, buddy. You I was solve like, the problem? Yeah. I was yeah. like, we're a supportive group here. This isn't a bunch of coaches that's going to tell you to F off and get off the team and you're done and go pack your bags. Like, maybe we can help. Right. So, I don't know. That's how we approached it. So, the ball's in his court.
0: Find out what he's going to do, man. Yeah, come back and share. I want to hear how this thing pans out.
1: All right. These situations are always a lot of fun for me. All right. There's tons of stuff that we can do out of the gate to have some fun. Um, Before we talk about all the stuff that we talked about, you know when I got here Yes. um where do you want to start I've got two stories they're they're kind of both about relationships uh one involves a threesome and <laughs> the other is a little bit more about an age gap
0: let's let's go for the age gap first we got I think we need to ease into this you need to ease into this <laughs> yeah. thing okay
1: fine fine
0: <laughs> yeah, unless you so want a little the, bit too hard you, for you jump in right it's, it's still early it's
1: not really a three you'll see in a minute okay okay, okay. so uh, the, this woman writes that she thinks she's found a, her one in a million. Mm. He's a multimillionaire. She loves him. He loves her. They want to get married. Wow. Okay. She's 23. He's 58. Oh, my family thinks I'm crazy. My coworkers think I'm just in it for the money. We started dating two years ago. We've literally been inseparable ever since last year. I moved in with him. He's got a nine bedroom mansion. I love it. He looks much older than me, of course. Mm. We often get comments about him being old enough to be my dad, and that's where it gets weird because he's got three kids, Mm. a daughter that's my age, a son that's 21, and a 17-year-old daughter. Hmm. So. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I know. How many people have their thoughts and opinions right now? (laughs) Right.
0: Look, I'll tell you straight up. Okay, when you were 23, you thought you had it all figured out.
1: I thought I had a lot figured out. Yeah. There's no question about
0: it. So you at 23 and then you at 30 or you at 23 and you at 33. I mean, did you have a completely different perspective on the world? I did for sure. I certainly know. I, I'm lucky that I, that I'm still alive after my <laughs> like late teens and early twenties. I'm a, I was a, I'm a very different person between 23 and 33. And so I, I, respect her feelings i i do believe she feels that way now but her brain isn't even fully developed if you really want to get into the neuroscience of it all she's her brain isn't even gonna be fully developed till she's 28 there's a lot more life experience to go through i mean look how many young 20 something's they're like madly in love they get married in their early 20s how off how long does that last and man i'm not one to throw stones because on average seven (laughs)
1: years followed by three years those are the stats
0: there there you go yeah but it does yeah it takes them to what 33 (laughs) so i don't know case in point (laughs)
1: yeah right so you're thinking maybe pump the brakes here yeah why rush man like Look. It, so wait, couldn't she just sort of enjoy it for now? Yes, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, you're saying don't get married. Just yes. just hang out. Just keep dating this yeah, dude. You, you don't have to. Yeah,
0: keep dating his nine bedroom mansion because she she mentions that she
1: does mention that's it, what, and that's the only thing yes, for me too, man. Yes, yes, me too. Like leave out how much money he makes. It's totally <laughs> irrelevant. Yes, and I was
0: the thing is the moment you mentioned the age, it's like <laughs> how much money does this guy have? And the moment that came up, I was like,
1: okay. What is a multi-millionaire? What's that number have to be? I don't Is it just more than one? Yeah, I guess you're right. So Which, you'd, be two, you'd be a two millionaire, you'd be a multi-millionaire. You know, yeah, um, I guess so. I don't know. Multi, man, that's like seven or more to me.
0: It doesn't have this, I mean, uh, you know, rewind 20 years, 30 years. It's like, oh, wow, $2 million. That's a lot. And it's now on. nowadays it's like, oh, that's. I, I need to have that for my retirement. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. It's like, oh, that's an apartment in California
1: speaking so. <laughs> of 20 years ago I stumbled on this the other day this is so funny to think back to 2002 or I guess by the time this podcast gets out it's going to be 2023 yeah. so we have we have to say like 2003 and we'll assume that most of these things were were the same this podcast is being recorded on November the 30th yeah how much has your life changed oh. since 2003 to 2023. <sighs> Oh, I mean, we don't have enough time to talk about the roller
0: coaster ride that I've been through. I mean, I've gone from because you weren't grade- even married then, right? No, but I mean, I've I've gone. No, I wasn't married at all then. I was I was just fresh out of college in in 2002 i mean i had just made the transition from flying into oh i'm going to be a personal trainer Ah. and then but then i lost everything i was living out of my car struggling with painkiller addiction then i got back on my feet and then i had went on this crazy ride you know transforming lives around the world and you skipped through
1: all of that really really quickly and i'm going to press (laughs) you on it later but that's a lot of stuff to go through how long did you live in and out of your car I've always Almost known that story about you, but I don't know the details of it. So it was
0: a uh, couch to couch for about three months. And then, and then I actually found a spot on David's couch on my buddy, David, and his parents let me stay at their place for three months. So I didn't at then, by the time I was actually back on my feet and I could, I could afford rent. I was, it was a six month span. So I'm, I'm blessed. I know it's been a lot worse for a lot of other folks and sometimes people just don't get back on their feet, yeah. but I was able to.
1: Yeah, yeah, good and, for you, man. Well,
0: thanks to a lot of people that helped me.
1: And, and listen, I would—I don't know—that's—that's that's part of your story, and—and and that's part of the grind. My my radio story coming up. There were times where I would sleep in a—I I would go and sleep at a buddy's house. At he had like lived in a fraternity. Mm. He had a closet upstairs that had a twin mattress with no sheets on it. Ugh. And it you was ever, disgusting. Did you ever blacklight that thing? <laughs> Hells no. And uh, I would go in and stay there just because, you know, you didn't have the money for gas or whatever the other thing was. And so, you know, I, on some levels, that little bit of a grind kind of yeah. tells me who you are. Yeah, it does.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, it says, okay, you... And they've done that. Yeah. You, you worked your way through it, and it's mm-hmm. like okay, kind of get the you, you get the nod. <laughs> here's, here's some
1: interesting but, statistics. So you yeah. want to hit me with something? Go ahead. No, I
0: was going to think was this after 2002? What uh, that, that you were sleeping on your on the mattress? Oh yeah, when when was Sorry, that? it so been 2000
1: and no, of course, yeah, it would have been after because my radio career started in 95.
0: Okay, okay, so so going back to what we we're talking about, 20 years, a lot's happened for you. In well, 20 you're asking years. me now, yes.
1: Why can't I just be the host and ask you questions? (laughs) Um, 2002, I had just moved to Kansas City, Missouri to Mm. do radio station in Kansas City. And uh, yeah, was dating a girl back in Washington, D.C. where I was living previously. Right. We flirted with the idea of maybe staying together. It just fizzled out and it needed to anyways. Um, And then eventually I met my wife like a year later.
0: Wow. So, so, yeah, that's been, so. Uh, yeah, wow. tw- yeah.
1: So 20 years ago, I met my wife because oh we celebrated gosh. 18 years this year. So this story is uh, quite
0: relevant for you. It's, it's been.
1: What's funny is that you when you look back at what was going on 20 years ago and you think, wow, really? But we used to pay 25 cents for every text message that we sent. We used yeah, to have I, to wait till I don't till,
0: remember that.
1: We used to have to wait till after seven o'clock to call somebody to get the night rates to oh, talk for free. I remember that. Do you? Yes, I remember that. Yes. Back in the day, twenty years ago, there was no password protection on your devices. Okay, I'm I'm
0: thinking back to my was Blackberry out then? I'm just trying to do the math. Yes. Two thousand two Blackberry. Flip phones, was a, yeah.
1: Motorola.
0: I had Blackberry.
1: Greatest phone ever, the Razor. Dude. That thing was durable. That thing could. It's back out now, but I don't want it. Wow. Um, there were no navigation systems in cars. You had to carry a map. Oh, yeah. I,
0: I've been there, done that. <laughs> I love the map, man.
1: I try to teach my boys yes. the map on
0: road trips and stuff.
1: It's totally irrelevant now. Um, you want some more of these?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep going. This, this is wild. Yeah. I can't believe it.
1: Uh, well, having ringtones on your phone, you had to pay for those. Mm, Here's the wow. one that blows my mind there were still smoking sections available in many public buildings.
0: Oh my god. You think that, back
1: 20 years ago the airport there was still a smoking section that you could go to you did not have to go outside. Wow. I know crazy, huh? You know it's also wild if you actually Car-Z. look back to
0: pictures from like 2002, you realize the fashion was very different back oh then. Oh my god.
1: Well. Did you dress like a clown or wh- like <laughs> how were you? Because I was a grunge
0: dresser. Uh, I went through a grunge phase when I was young. I went through the gangster phase. Did you? Oh, yeah, with like Fubu with, and yes, like with, Diddy's yeah, clothing with, line. With Dre and Snoop are you serious? Oka, I had braids. Bro. Oh my I, god! Yes. I need photos. My hair was braided. Yo, oh, so where funny. are these pictures? Oh man, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll pull some out. I will absolutely pull some. Out. It was I like w- braids, like Justin Timberlake used to do in yes, sync. Yes, I exactly like that. I know. How funny is that? Well, but you went through your grunge phase. I, I did my minor grunge phase as well. But yeah, yeah. Wow, good you know, for you, you, dude. You know how it is when you're a kid. You kind of yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Gotta try it all on. And the fact I was a new kid, I love so it. I went to so many different schools. I got to change it up all the time <laughs> to kind of figure out which one was going to fit. So, uh, but yeah, that's wild.
1: If we get to half a million downloads per episode by next week, Chris is releasing <laughs> all the photos of his braided hair. Yes, every one of them is coming out.
0: If I it was if it was long enough now, I'd braid it. I've
1: it's had just... this haircut for um, my entire life. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty much. Oh my
0: gosh. Okay.
1: Not weird. Oh. Men never switch up their style. Usually, I'm one of those guys. Oh yeah. I mean, no, I had some ridiculous hair as a kid. But
0: that's easy hair, though. It's super easy.
1: You gotta go with what God gave you and God did yep. not give me much. <laughs> he did not give me much to work with. I have had what I call a bad hair life. I uh well I, and now that people can actually watch the podcast,
0: uh you can see Matthew's hair. And this or, is the hair that he's or,
1: had my five head for all
0: thirty-nine years of his <laughs> life. <laughs> um I'll, exactly okay I'll, I'll right. pull out some old pictures I used to have long blonde hair like it was like down to here yeah I, I would tuck it behind my ears the front door. yeah so' we'll, I'll pull, pull out some of those old we will okay. have some fun with it
1: um where do you want to head next well, man? there's
0: only one place to go from here let's talk about this dog walker
1: all right listen here's the story. This woman writes that she took yesterday off. She talked her husband into taking off the day so they could have some private time at the house. Okay. Okay, married yep. couple wants to get it on. I applaud that. That's exciting. Good for you. <laughs> um, they have a dog walker that they forgot about. And here's how this whole thing shakes out. So apparently the woman and the man were enjoying themselves. No kids were home. So they were free to be. Right. Got it? Yep. And um, the dog walker came over, did the regular service and after about an hour um she got a text message from the dog walker she's like hey we're out on our walk and the woman immediately writes back oh my god when did you come to pick him up and she hits back around 9:15 but i didn't want to bother you because you sounded busy <laughs> that's very polite very professional so um then the woman's like i didn't know what to reply and you know the three dots were on the phone and the oh, yeah. woman was sending more and she said don't worry about a thing i'm just jealous i wanted to join the fun wow let's i like now to, she like says it's it- awkward <laughs> what do you want to say
0: <laughs> i was thinking okay well i mean it all depends like what does this dog walker look like? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are probably, I hope you're thinking the same thing. It's like, okay, well there's gotta be like, okay, if they're going to be doing something like this, there's going to have to be some, some attraction. And, and or oh, so w- you're going to a state of mind
1: of, of like the married couple wants to be a part of this.
0: Thing. I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. But maybe I shouldn't have gone there, but was Cause just I'm thinking, thinking
1: maybe we have to get rid of the dog walker now.
0: Yeah. That's probably
1: the right thing to do. <laughs> Unless you're willing to do that kind of thing and have that open marriage and that's a that's Rich, a threat. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. Absolutely not. No? I like I'm I'm just thinking of like in I'm 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 in a, a fun mode right now. So it's like, okay, well that that could be fun. But nevertheless, <clears throat> okay, I'm sorry, but in a marriage, no, that's a no-no. It'd be it's, hard for you. It's it's a recipe for disaster for you. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, for some, it's like the salt and pepper that you know brings it brings the spice to the thing and, and go get it.
0: Here's my thoughts on that, and and obviously different stroke for different folks. But when it comes to the is that, same-
1: a, is that stroke joke because we're talking. About- <laughs> I'm just getting everybody just stop. <laughs> it's low hanging fruit. I had oh,
0: to grab Oh man, <laughs> Um But when. To protect the sanctity of a marriage, if you commit to somebody, I just I genuinely think that's exactly what it should be. That that's the yeah. commitment. And for me, you know, sex is it's beyond the physical. It's you know, like I think it's a very spiritual experience, and so like you're sharing yourself with that individual. So. Um, And it's just, I'll get, this is just me. So it's like, oh, it's fun to joke around about it. You know, explore the the concept. I think the idea of it is far more fun than the reality of it, because then you get into the reality of it. First of all, you know, your attention has got to be divided. And then at the same time, what are the what are the rules and what are the boundaries? Yeah. You're right. and, it's, good, and, good, and it's good, good, good. What call. if there's a, a connection with this other person that you can't stop thinking about or something like that? It's a recipe for disaster. Don't do it. It's just, but that's that's, that's me. you coming from my
1: old. I wouldn't old, do it either, for the record. But right, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I but I am somebody who believes that marriages need to get spiced up sometimes, and you know, watching movies or. Putting things in other holes, like it could be, <laughs> Oh my gosh, what? Like you know, what I'm talking about, like yeah, when you yeah, even yeah. put a Q-tip in your ear yeah, and you yeah, clean yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, there, you know, there's yes, yes. there's other ways and other things right. that people can do to to experiment and have some fun. And I'm not a prude, and so if you've come to this show thinking that I'm a prude, this I'm sorry <laughs> to burst your bubble, but I'm about I'm about as free as a European when it comes to sex. they good, like, good. and I'm not weird about it with my kids, myself, my wife. It mortifies her. It yeah. mortifies her oh, how so free true. I am about it.
0: Really? Oh, yes. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, first of all, good on you. I think that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. See me, I, I grew up way more on the conservative side. And so I had to learn to be a lot more open over my time of you know, 44 yeah. years of yeah. life. And, but still there's that conservative part of me where it's like, uh, you know, right. it's, it's, it, like I, my mind spins like crazy when things start to get too spicy. Sure. You know, <laughs> Well, and I just
1: think it's important that you remember that we're talking about married couples. Like, that's, and, and that's, that's yes. what should be happening. It should be fun. It should be explorative. Yes. It should be all of those things. 100%. And I, I must
0: say in my marriage, it was actually wonderful because it was like, I did feel that openness there. And it was like, it, it was, it was very necessary to spice things up. And also to have a partner that was willing to yeah. as well. So that was wonderful.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. that old adage of it's easier to hold somebody back than to get them to come forward, right? For sure. For and, sure. and if you're with somebody who is maybe not quite as, as into exploring new things, right? right you can understand. <laughs> right. And this is like the old classic tale, isn't it? There's so many marriage married people who go through this thing. My wife and I have gone through this thing before where we, you're just disconnected on sex. You're disconnected on intimacy for a little while. And you know, that's just part of it. But then there's been other times where it's, you know, exactly what this woman is talking about. We're having so much fun. The dog Walker knows. Yeah. Oh yeah. We are talking about the dog Walker,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but, but, but going back to that disconnection. Yeah. I also, I mean, if you are married Sex is so important, not for the just the physical aspect of it, but for the connection. Totally. And, um, I mean, so when, when I was married to my ex, Heidi, um, yeah, in fact, we were struggling in in our marriage at, at, you know, multiple phases. of our life, Well, I mean, it, it, and it ended, and, man.
1: So yeah, yeah people and,
0: know. Right. In, in one of the chapters, um, but we actually did this thing where it was like we had to have sex for thirty days. I remember yeah, this. Yeah, it was a thirty day challenge. And dude, I'll tell you, like half the time it was like, oh, chore. Sure. I, yeah, I really don't want to do this. Every single time that's all said and done, it was like, wow, I needed that, and it and it genuinely helped our connection. I mean it. It was. It was so significant. It's not even like, oh, I think it really helped us. It genuinely did on all aspects of parenting. Um, obviously, our our intimate connection, our emotional connection. It it was a very again, it's a spiritual thing, of course, when you're with that person. And so it was. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 I think it's a spiritual thing, regardless. It can be, but um, yeah, it, it helped that a lot.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, I actually did that as a radio bit one time. Oh, yeah, did you really? Yeah, yeah I think it might have been. Potentially, it was way before I met you, but we challenged three couples that were willing to come on the show every single day for thirty days, and they had to talk about what it had done to their relationship. And m- most of what we heard was what you just said. Like it's, half the time, they not, neither one of them wanted to do it. Uh, a couple of times, like they were close to throwing in the towel. Yep. And yep. but at the end of the day, at the end of the thirty days, they were pretty glad they did it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's really something I, uh, and I, I'll, I'll challenge anyone out there right now. If like, if, if you want more connection in your marriage, I challenge you guys to try it. And again, you're not going to want to probably maybe even 50% of the time, but I challenge you to, because it, it significantly helped. Wow. Yeah. Good for you, man. Hey,
1: look at you opening up about sex on the podcast. I, 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 like, and, and again, What's going me, on I, here? I'm a
0: conservative kind of guy, you know? again
1: you're not a conservative kind of guy well, you're just like you're modest and yes. you're humble and you're respectful <laughs> and you understand that some people get weird about it and that's all you're doing
0: it's it's a delicate situation for it's a situation for some and i i'm respectful of that and so it's something i tread lightly on but it's also a reality and it's like we're we're all humans and I'm a man, <laughs> and you know, and I had an incredible, you know, the, I went through that chapter of my life when, when I was married and it was, it was a, it was a big part of the marriage.
1: Would you use the 30 days of sex again? If you were in another relationship and it was starting to feel like it was falling off the tracks again, would you suggest it? I would 100%. Yeah.
0: Really? Yes, absolutely. And if, you know, in, in a future relationship, if it does, I will 100% suggest it.
1: What happens if mm-hmm. it gets weird between you and me?
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'll, I'll, my, my mind had to process that For a second I was like That was so unexpected I'm glad I'm so glad we're filming this because I need to see the look on my face You're crying Oh Oh <laughs> It's the craziest thing that didn't make sense for a second. Did you see me trying to process that? (sighs) Why do you think I'm
1: dying inside?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're good, man. I'll just give you a fist bump.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't wait to go back and watch that. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Pardon me, man. I need to gather (laughs) myself. Yeah. (sighs) <sighs> okay <laughs> so, so no but for real <laughs> yeah, I, I mean so all right listen we were just talking about 20 years ago yeah you and I agreed that we would talk have this conversation today about like what would you have done a little bit differently and I know you wanted yeah. to come clean about some of the things that you used to do uh, back in the day with regards to training people and uh, some thoughts that you have now that are different than that but Uh, You know, jump into that arena a little bit, man. What did you used to do that you wouldn't do anymore? By the way, you still have tears all over your eyes.
0: (laughs) I know. I'm still wiping them. Um, Oh, that was great. That was good. Um, Okay, so What was the question? Yeah, I know, right? Oh, God. I I do get, I, I, I get a lot of questions about, you know, and here's here's what I want to talk about. I do want to talk about when starting the show, you know, because I know a lot of people, that's that's what they saw was these amazing transformations. And if I could go back. God, I wish I could go back. I feel like a child who won't be able to <laughs> yeah. stop laughing. You know when you're in I'm class just gonna say it. and you're with your buddies <laughs> yeah. and it's like and you're trying not to laugh right. and one person goes, That's exactly
1: how I feel right three now. Three
0: of you just lose it. Yeah. I know. So I'm sorry,
1: but I'm trying really we're gonna, hard. Yes, yeah, so
0: we'll regroup here. Um but uh yes, if if we can go back, I mean gosh, if I if you could rewind the clock twenty years, there's there's a handful of things. And I try not to say, Oh, I I live with no regrets and I learned I did learn I've learned a lot and is it things (laughs) like what you would tell them to eat how you would tell them to
1: move yes
0: yeah my entire approach so when I first started I've been doing this transformation thing since believe it or not since 2002 my god so yeah my life has changed a lot in 20 years um I first came into it I was so science-based I was it was all about the science it was about you know how to manipulate the body through nutrition and exercise and I what over 20 years i have learned more about love mm. than anything okay and while the approach obviously it is science that helps we apply that and our body will change i didn't understand at the time the power of self-love and what we're ultimately trying to do is building confidence but the need for friendship in that like when we're helping people through the journey and human connection while they're on the journey of building love for themselves, and so that's why, like my conversation is completely changed when it comes to transformation. And so th- I talk about that first with my people. It's like, yeah, I, I hear you when you say you want to lose you know one hundred and fifty pounds or two hundred pounds or fifty pounds, whatever that might be. But let's have a conversation about how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. you know and and that's that's where we start now. And we say, "How did you get to where you're at?" And I'm not talking about the weight. I'm talking about how you feel about yourself and then what if we can help you create a path out of that how you feel about yourself and when when we start to build that love and that esteem and that confidence oh yeah, you're going to lose a lot of weight too in the process of it. And then we pull from the science of it. I know I'm, I might be sounding a little bit general here and nebulous, but it like the whole concept is in like helping people keep promises to themselves. Well, you mentioned
1: you know? something in an earlier episode. You had this great conversation about integrity with yourself. Yes. And that was so profound for me, the way that you articulated that. I want you to do it again, where you you talk to folks and you have this conversation about how They don't have any integrity for themselves. They just have it for other people.
0: And while we see that as, you know, that's, it's a wonderful thing to have integrity with other people. It's a massive betrayal to, to say, oh, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and I'm going to do cardio for 30 minutes. And then to hit the snooze button, you're betraying yourself. And that's, that's actually an act of that's self-deprecating and that's um it's self-destructing is what it is and so like when you start to understand that when you say you're going to do something you know the diet starts monday and then you know by noon you're smashing a pizza you're you're sabotaging yourself and that like that's even that, if it's on cauliflower crust <laughs> okay well hold on <laughs> Well, maybe, I guess we could throw an asterisk on there yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they didn't have that 20 years ago. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but, but at the same time, it's, it's also, I'm, it's not about food shaming at all. It's, it has nothing to do with the food. It has nothing to do with the treadmill or the cardio It has everything to do with just making a promise. And so again, that's like, that's, it's shifted everything. And when I, I didn't start that new that new perspective until like 2011 I was
1: gonna say so when did
0: it start I'd done almost 10 years of transformations trying to get people to focus on the science of it and it was and it was a zealot and it also was like no diet soda no processed foods you know you gotta it's everything's but progressive overload in the gym and it is hey like that's it's that helps you know and, and it's it's obviously how we can get the body to change but at the same time I didn't take into a into consideration the human aspect of it, the mental and emotional side. And I realized that drives everything. So I just, I was, I was putting the cart before the horse and I was getting people to change physically. But then at the same time, I, once I I led a lot of people through the journey of transformation and the moment I wasn't there anymore, they didn't have the tools necessary to keep themselves there. Mm. And then I feel like, I feel like I let a lot of people down. And, and I, I still wear that today. I still carry that because, and I feel, I feel terrible because I wish I was able to share with them then what I know now. And I wish I could have had those conversations with thousands of people over 10 years. And I, they came to me trusting me to help them change their lives. And I spit a bunch of science to them. And it didn't give them what they really needed to change forever. It gave them what they needed to change now, because I was right there with them, believing in them, and pulling them through this process. And I realized that they were hanging on to that to get through. And then the moment I wasn't there, it, I I gave them a fish, and I didn't teach them how to fish. Okay. And I feel like I let them, I let a lot of people down. And so I've been on, I've been on a nonstop quest, and I think I will always be on this quest to think about how what, what can I do to give people the tools so that they can do this for the rest of their lives. Right. You know? Well,
1: you've done a lot of great things, and I think a lot of people feel what I want to say to you right now, which is, I mean, let's not cut yourself short. You, you made incredible differences in well, people's lives. You. I mean, monumental changes. Dude. You gave people their life back, their confidence back. There's a million things that have happened that have been so positive. Yeah. You didn't know what you didn't know. It's like Dr. Holly in episode two, right? I love what she said, which she said, we should learn something tomorrow that changes the way that we felt last week. Yes. Yes. Ah, yes. Of course. You're you're evolving. You're getting smarter. You're you're dropping into more life experience that we were just talking about. (laughs) The 23 and the 58-year-old, right? Like, what does she know versus what does he know? Right, right. He's probably a guy who knows exactly what he's looking for right now. You mm. maybe not so much, <laughs> sure. and that's just perspective and life shift. Well, I, that's a nice thing for you to say. But uh, so now, when you have these conversations with people, you're leading more with the emotional side. Always, yeah. yep, that's it. Yeah, uh, we I got a couple things left on the docket that are interesting. One's a little bit more lighthearted. We've got the, "Would You Rather." We're gonna do "Name That Tune" if you're down for it. Um, and then let's see, is there anything else that I had? Oh, it was the the breakups. Are you interested in this at all? Oh, like well, what, yeah. like, what do you do to get over a breakup? And then, um, and then experts are out now with what they agree are good reasons to break up with somebody. See, this is all very
0: relevant to me, man. I'm I'm in, I'm not in this world yet, but I will be in the dating world when the time is right. And so I'm going to need to know what's, uh, what, like, is there like a new protocol for breaking up or something? Well, I'm
1: not really. <laughs> just kind of hear three things that they say. But I think first we should start with, Good reasons to break up with somebody. Yeah, let's go. Here we are. Experts are out, and they all agree that if you're with somebody who does these things, it's probably a good reason to break up. When they're rude to strangers. Mm, yep. Pay attention oh. to how people treat other people. Oh man. That's big. Huge. For yeah, me. That's probably one
0: of my biggest turnoffs. If uh, yeah.
1: It's if, one oh. of maybe two or three things that could potentially bring out violence in me. Mm, mm-hmm. Or that kind of an anger and rage, that yeah. visceral feeling. Yes. Yes. Most of the time I'm going to be chill Billy. Yeah, yeah, I'm right with there with you.
0: And uh, boy, if if they are going to treat other people with the, with disrespect,
1: just Take a number because you're you're coming soon.
0: Like, no, seriously, (laughs) it's it's, it's just a matter of
1: time. Yeah. All right. Here's what's (laughs) next on the list of good reasons to break up with somebody when they're mean to your family members. Oh, yeah. Some people put up with that crap, man. (laughs) What if your family members are mean to
0: them? (laughs) And I'm not I'm not I'm not defending anybody here. That's a. That's a tricky one.
1: Well, (laughs) that would fall back to. Yeah, I guess, you know, tip before, which is when they're when they're rude to people. But okay, go ahead. I'm sure a lot of us. And the thing is, I, I, I get along really
0: well with my family members you know and we all have very different relationships very different but my family members are not rude or anything i've certainly met other family members of like say girls i was dating etc that i was like oh man they were just disrespectful people now granted i always kept my composure and i was always extremely polite and respectful but then i'd walk away thinking i'm not interested in i don't even know if i'm interested in her anymore because her mom is terrible or her dad was Awful. Right.
1: Like <laughs> you know? I'm not electing into that. Exactly.
0: But so at the same time, it's like, but I've seen family members attack an individual. Now, if it's like your first time or second time meeting them, <laughs> it doesn't go well. But if if they're your in-laws and you're like, I am tired of these attacks <laughs> and you finally go back after them. But I guess, you know what? We're, we're still talking dating. Dating. So that doesn't count. It doesn't, yeah, doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They tell
1: you how or what to think.
0: Oh Yeah that yeah that makes sense major flags everyone needs to be able to express themselves fully yeah And
1: if you're dealing with a control have you ever oh my god i dated this girl for four years and she constantly told me what i was supposed to be thinking stuff like you should be so angry with this person right now because of that this this that or you should be so this or you should do this Mm -hmm. it's like well there's a lot of you should yeah yeah, a lot exactly. of you should. <laughs>
0: Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> How about
1: yeah. what are you doing?
0: Yeah, yeah. But I've had that. You? Oh, um. You know, it's crazy. Like some of it's like my past dating life is so much of it is a blur, and I'm 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 trying to think of like some extremely controlling people. I don't know if I've added to that. It's hard. One. You got to go back like twenty years. Man, it's all fuzzy. Good reasons to break up. I got a question for you. Hit but me. what if they want? Well, this is always the trickiest one in the world. They're like, be honest. So they ask you for honesty, and then they ask you a question about their physical appearance. Mm -hmm. What do you do if it's not an answer that's going to land well? I don't know what to do.
1: I think that I opt in for some honesty, Mm -hmm. but not mean-spirited honesty. 100%. Very delicate honesty. Yeah. Yeah. Like I understand, like a, just saying my wife, I I think I understand by now what her insecurities are, mm-hmm. and so when she tries something on and it makes some body part look in a way where I believe in my own head that like she's kind of keyed in on that, I might do something to just make her feel better about that particular right. thing, but. I'm 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 way too honest, dude, and yeah. if it, my heart is on my sleeve. And so, if I'm lying, you're gonna you're gonna be able to tell for sure, say, oh babe. I think right. it really looks <laughs> like you know it works okay. Right. Can I go get a
0: push pop? Maybe, maybe maybe what you do is you start off with a positive, yeah. And instead of saying but, <laughs> we talked about this in, the, in episode nine. Instead of saying but, you say now. Now, so I love the way the dress sits on your shoulders. Now. Why don't we do this? You know, mm-hmm. instead. Yeah, my <laughs> big know? thing is maybe you need different shoes. Yes, yes, exactly.
1: All right. Yeah. So focus on a the positive. a um, couple other things that they list on this uh, on this article were uh, people that That won't make plans for the future. If you're with somebody and he or she just refuses to talk about the future, that's probably a red flag. And then, Mm. so anyways, there you go. Good reasons to break up. Covered that that quickly. That's a long list. It is a long list, but I wanted to be thorough. Now, here's what you're supposed to be doing in case you've just gotten broken up with or you've just had to dump somebody. Mm. Three things, three activities that the experts recommend, and none of them is binge eating. Number three on the list is to do a little bit of the old school retail therapy.
0: Mm. Go buy yourself something. Okay, that can get expensive.
1: You don't have to go nuts, (laughs) right? right, You have to buy a Porsche. Sure. Yeah. True. True. You Um, know, you've been wanting AirPods. Go buy them. Okay. You know, maybe you maybe you want a new. Maybe you got a a freaking eight, and you're ready for a new iPhone. Go get it. I mean, I I guess as long as it doesn't get out of control, just like just like anything, right? Exercise is number two on the list, which
0: I thought you might like. One hundred percent, man. That boy, that that turns things around so fast. I can't tell you how many people I have talked through a really difficult time in a relationship, whether it was a breakup or divorce or whatever. And I literally beg them in the moment while they're crying and sobbing on the phone. I say, when we hang up, I'm going to talk you through this, but when we hang up, you need to promise me, you will go outside and walk and breathe. And that's exactly, I cannot tell you how many times that has saved that individual from severe emotional pain because the body needs to move. You get that endorphin release. You get the oxygen to the brain. You can think clearly. If you stay in the house, I'm really passionate about this one. If you, yeah, if you stay in the house and you just dwell on the emotions and the feelings, your vices, are, they will get you. They're they they're, they're going to start creeping in. You get outside, you start moving, you start breathing, and the mental clarity that comes in those moments. I've literally had someone bawling on the phone. This happened literally a couple months ago. Bawling on the phone about a breakup, feeling that they were not good enough and that this individual dumped them and that all this stuff. She goes on a walk. Literally, this is 30 minutes later. She comes back and she goes... Oh my God, he was not for me anyway. And I went, bingo. Thank you for going on the walk. She goes, that is exactly what I needed. She's like, the moment I started walking and I started just breathing, I said, there's no phone, no nothing. And just sit with your thoughts. And as they come up, embrace them, confront these thoughts as they come up. She's like, I started sorting through everything and the whole lot, like the whole line of events that went, that went down in our relationship. And I thought, I don't want to be with that guy anyway. He was so not right for me. And the mental clarity that came from that. So if you were going through a, a breakup right now, even beyond retail therapy, because that's that's a quick fix and that can be a vice that can quickly catch up to you. I can't stress this one enough. Sorry to hijack the conversation. It's your yeah. podcast.
1: How can you be hijacking it? Um, number one on this list is hanging out with friends, which uh, is yeah. so difficult because sometimes you don't want to be around people. Boy, they really Ugh. recommend that you do. I like that. It it is necessary connection. So shop it, work it out, and go hang out with your friends. Yep. Sounds about right to Yeah, good stuff. All right, man. Let's end. uh, We got to name that tune, and we got Would You Rather. Where do you want to start? Where do you want to do first? i so I've got a tune for you all right can, let's go. can, can I start this one off 100 percent awesome okay and, so and I'm gonna do mine a little differently today but I'll explain in a minute
0: so uh I, I gotta preface this whole thing real quick with our conversation before we started the the podcast is we were actually talking about um Christian music Christian yeah, rock religious music yes and and while you and I are not you know particularly in um Right, like religious, religious people. religious people, yeah, I grew like, up on it.
1: So that's yes. where my affinity, like I, I tell people all the time, when I, I mean, growing up in my home, I was not allowed to buy any secular music. I had mm. to buy Christian music. Got it, the yeah. only time when I said to my mom, I want to buy music, we went to the Christian bookstore. Yep. And so I grew up on Striper and Michael W. Smith and yes. all, all that. Michael, Amy Grant, oh, of it, course, all yeah. those people because that was the funnel. And then when I got old enough to make my own choices, I went straight to Eazy E and N.W.A. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let that be a lesson out there, oh, parents. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Anyways,
0: so fun. I actually just introduced my kids to Straight Outta Compton over the weekend.
1: How they <laughs> like it?
0: <laughs> well, it was uh, they 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 were nodding their heads to it. <laughs> Straight out of content. You yeah, know, yeah, when yeah. Ice Cube comes out in the very first part, God, I was like listen. I was like, guys, this is Ice Cube right here. And then like we we were we made it about forty five seconds in. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's not let's go ahead and switch it over. So uh-huh. so,
1: anyways, so today you're gonna try to tip me off on, yes, on I am. Some, okay and and because we were also talking about how like um
0: there, there is just something so powerful about the messaging behind it. It's so beautiful because while we might not be extremely religious, we're both very spiritual.
1: Yeah, 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 for and sure. And
0: in my toughest times and in your toughest times, and even in my best times, um, this kind of the messaging behind it is always so right. Okay. It's light and love, you know, all right, man. So okay. put it up close so, to
1: that microphone. I'm excited to see what
0: you got. One of my favorite, favorite Christian songs of all time. All right, I love it. And Here we go. help me through some crazy times. Here we go. I'm turning. Up you're gonna, the gonna give me just a little snippet, and then yep. I have to guess
1: it. Okay, I got it. Um yep. I I don't know who the group is. Oh gosh, what's the name of the song? It is Prince of Peace. Oh, close. King of Kings. King of Kings. Hill song. Hill song. Yeah. Boy, that's so a good one. Good. Yeah, those songs will absolutely put me in a trance. Elevation worship, some of mm. those groups. But then mm. I'll tell you, I also love to go back and listen to like the old spiritual hymns. Yeah. Way back in the day. Like the old Southern Baptist stuff will get yeah. me going every wow. now and again. Yes. And uh, yeah, I love that kind of like, boy, you give me a big choir filled with 50 people that are freaking feeling it.
0: Yeah. And
1: I am hooked.
0: I went to a Southern Baptist church in Tennessee.
1: Oh, that go? and it was
0: amazing. Really? Oh man, the singing, and it was it was incredible.
1: Okay. Yeah. I am gonna be taking you in a very different direction. Uh, this is a very <laughs> contemporary song from a very contemporary artist. Okay. And I'm only gonna give you like the first couple seconds of the oh, song. Man. Okay. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, here we go. Help me. Oh gosh,
0: <laughs> um, I, I I'm I'm terrible with some of these new artists, but
1: I, I think I know
0: the voice. Okay, it's not Josh Groban. Help um, me. It's um uh, I, I know I know that I know the voice. Um, But I'm so terrible with the names, with these artists these days. I think you're going to get me on this one. You do? You, Let, me give you, give me you me. Let me give you a couple more seconds. Um,
1: Let me um, give you a couple more seconds. Hold on. Like
0: yes. Oh, is that Sean Mendes?
1: Oh, <laughs> dude, In My I Blood is one of the greatest yes, songs. Yes. This song. am in my skin. Sometimes I feel like giving up, but i That right there, that song, remember like episode number two through three? I played a song from uh, Young the Giant. Yes. My Body. And I yeah. was talking about like how at the height of all my physical pain, there was a yeah. playlist that I was on. In My Blood was one of those songs. Yeah. Because of what he says, right? Like there's sometimes I feel like giving up, but I just can't because yeah. it's in my blood. Yeah. Yes. And I feel that yeah. viscerally, man. Yeah. Like it, I feel that so much in my body. It's yeah. like. I can't give up.
0: Yeah, you say that I get chills. I can feel it. I can feel your passion there. I mean, man, that's good. Yeah. That's a great song. That's a great song, man. Like, and the beat and the bass. Yeah, I feel it. Oh, buddy. I needed that.
1: I needed that too. That's episode 10, which I think is the first episode that you're going to be able to at least see video clips of. I don't know if this is going to be like fully YouTube streaming yet. We got to talk about that, I think. Who
0: knows? Who knows? Like
1: we said in the trailer. This is going to evolve. Yeah. And we're constantly putting this puzzle together. Y- yes. And thank you for being on this journey with us. Super awesome to have you there. You can find me at alert from people who lived You can get to Chris at ChrisPowell.com. And we'd love for you to go to his website right now and hit that Ask Chris button because what'll yeah. happen?
0: Record your question and we, then we'll answer it right here. I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of questions coming in, so we'll, we'll have to select. From uh, from the bunch. But nevertheless, please ask your questions because your questions are relevant. And if you have that question, I guarantee you hundreds of other people do as well. So please ask us because so we can answer them.
1: 100%. We'll see everybody next week on our I Needed That podcast.